Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is John. This is Braden. So glad that you could join us today. Yeah, we're really excited to be jumping into episode two of this series, which is episode 195 altogether, which is insane. Yeah. Hey, friends, you've subscribed. You've probably shared this with a friend. I want to thank you for doing that. That means mm. the world to us. Um, it helps others grow in a relationship with Jesus, and I know that's what you want. So thanks for doing that. Yeah, we're really excited to continue our series on living in a fallen world. All right, so today I want you to think of the question, why do I hurt? And if you are thinking of that, you probably, like most people, have thought of that before. Well, today we're going to look at that, but I think first we need to be really intentional of defining the word hurt. So to me, words really matter. I think they allow us to either describe something precisely and have someone understand well, or if we can't find the right word, sometimes it leaves a gap. It leaves us wanting more. Uh, we want to be able to tell a story better or, or to fill in those gaps for people. So as we define the word hurt, there's a lot of context that it could take into account. So let us define it for you and then we will move forward. So hurt in this process in the world is this. The hurt that one person carries is really different than the hurt that the next person carries. The hurt that I have experienced in my life, whether you call that trauma or suffering or, or consequence, those things matter to me. They matter to you. And the hurt that I have felt and you have felt and the next person have felt, it's different. However, that doesn't mean that they are not still really big emotions. That although they are different, they still mean a lot to each person. That everybody has experienced hurt. Everybody has experienced some amount of suffering. Now to Braden's point, the, the hurt that the world feels is also different. It is a combination of all of the individual's hurts that we all feel. Now these can be emotional, can be physical, spiritual, or, or mental. They feel very different to each person. Now think of all the different types of people and the daily lives we all live around the world. Now some work really hard just to have food and water while some are going to school and work each day. One person may have a large family and lots of friends, while another person struggles to feel known by others. This is the type of hurt that we're going to talk about today. We understand that the specifics are different for each person, yet we all understand and can empathize when someone hurts and is feeling hurt. Okay, so, we want to talk about this in the context of living in a fallen world, meaning a world that has sin in it. So what does our sinful nature have to do with the hurt that we feel? Braden and I, we hurt. Every day there's something that goes on in our lives that isn't what we want. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we physically hurt. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, it's more emotional. Sometimes it's circumstance about work or home life. We understand that you guys feel these things too. That 
the actions and the circumstance around us doesn't always make sense. It doesn't line up because we feel like we're living a good life, feel like we're trying our best and it, it just isn't working out. And those things can hurt. And as friends, good friends, sometimes we can hurt each other. Mm -hmm. Okay, so with that in mind, the definition of hurt, probably holding some of your own ideas of how you've been hurt or have felt hurt in the past, Let's talk about Job. Mm. He is someone who really had this question on the forefront of his mind. He talked a lot about suffering, why people suffered, why he, in fact, specifically suffered, why he, as a God-fearing, a righteous man, a man who was after God's heart, who lived a good life, was, was made to, to suffer was in fact maybe called to suffer. It sounds cruel. Mm -hmm. and, and as you read this book of Job, you may assume that there is a point to all of this suffering and, and hurt that Job experiences. Yeah. You really want an answer at the end of it. You, you think like he's asking this question, why am I hurting? Why am I suffering? Why do good people suffer? And, and you kind of assume that there will be a nice bow at the end of it. But you don't get an answer yeah at least not one with a bow on it yeah that is easy and oh yeah that makes total sense <laughs> yes perfect but this doesn't mean that the, the book isn't still really good to show us examples of, of of hurt to show us in fact really good examples of wrestling with that calling out to god in the midst of all of that we can learn so much from this book when it comes to walking through the hard and hurtful times. Now, the book of Job is really interesting. Yeah. And it's got this dialogue between Job and three of his friends mm -hmm. who are counseling him and giving him wisdom and, or at least trying to. Trying to. Yeah. And we read <clears throat> it as this conversation between Job and these friends through the entirety of this book almost, or at least much of it. Yeah. It, it kind of reads like a play or, or you know, Job said this and the other men said this and they are all debating and, and speaking about this, the character of God, specifically his justice. They start off with this assumption of who God is or God's character and they are saying, well, good people, good things should happen to. Sounds pretty logical <laughs> to me. And, and sinful people bad things should happen to. That is how they see the world being just or fair. Also, sounds pretty <laughs> logical to me. Okay, we, we all know that it's unfortunately not that simple. That God's character is not as simple as that description. That justice or things being fair don't work out in that black and white nice bow that we sometimes would want them to. Now, there is a lot going on in this conversation between yes. Job and his friends. And, and Job actually gets pretty heated. He gets yeah. offended. Yeah. And I think he's concluding that God is unjust. He is unjust because good people, mm -hmm. you know, they, they're honorable, they're righteous, they do good things in this world. People serving God suffer yeah. greatly at the hands of what? He doesn't even know at times. Yeah. And so based on the assumption that they made before about justice, that if God does not 
give good things to good people and bad things to bad people, then God must not be just. So God responds to Job and his three friends, and he makes some pretty big statements. Yeah. Remember that Job has basically said that God is not just, that he mm. is causing people to suffer and to feel hurt just because. So God's response, I really appreciate it. It's very bold. It's very stern. He asks a lot of questions, and it says this in Job 39, verses 1 to 4. This is God speaking. Do you know when the wild goats give birth? Have you watched as deer are born in the wild? Do you know how many months they carry their young? Are you aware of the time of their delivery? They crouch down to give birth to their young and deliver their offspring. Their young grow up in the open fields and leave home and never return. Now, there is a lot more that God says in all of this. Yeah. And it, and it seems to me that God is is painting a picture of the complexity and maybe even the capacity mm -hmm. that, uh, that he has created within this world. And the answers mm -hmm. that Job is looking for is not necessarily as simple as he would like them to be. Yeah. God's character and his justice are being questioned by Job, mm -hmm. and God is responding in a kind of a peculiar way. Yeah, he's kind of asking Job if he knows these very specific things about the world around him, the, the time of birth of the animals around him, which Job couldn't know. There's too many, right? What he's saying is this picture is too big. The world is too complex for one man to understand. God is the only one that understands the whole picture like that. Mm -hmm. So Job is brought to terms with his own lack of understanding, his own lack of empathy. Mm -hmm. Now he was forcing a simple answer that did not fit the complexity of God in this world. Yeah, he was being very human here. We, I'm sure, have done that in the past where you're just trying to put something in its place to say, I, I get it. It makes sense to me. Job is forcing it, and he repents. John, would you read Job 42, uh, verses 2 to 6 for us? Sure. Now this is Job responding to God. I know that you can do anything, and no one can stop you. You asked, who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorance? It is I, and I was talking about things I knew nothing about things far too wonderful for me. You said, listen, and I will speak. I have some questions for you, and you must answer them. I had only heard about you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. I take back everything I said, and I sit in dust and ashes to show my repentance. So we see there Job reflecting, being repentant, being maybe caught off guard at his own lack of understanding. He, he is very sorry and, and sorrowful towards God saying like, I didn't, I didn't know. The questions I were asking were so naive. God, in fact, then blesses Job and his servanthood. It's really interesting. We read this part where God kind of is frustrated with his friends saying that your answer was wrong, but then, you know, commends Job on his right answer. 
Hmm. And we understand in reading that that Job didn't have all of it right. But what I think he did have right is his desire to go to God. Hmm. His desire to find God in the suffering, to pray and ask him these hard questions. We can see Job here repenting when God questions him. Mm-hmm. And he goes to God and says, I, I just don't get the full picture. Mm-hmm. In the end, Job is blessed along with his family. In scripture, it talks about all of the ways that his family grew, that they, they thrived. Job received these good things not because of good behavior, but because he desired to be with God even through the suffering and the hurt. Okay, so we want to recap this. Mm -hmm. We want to highlight a few quick points before we jump into our discussion because we think it'll add to the conversation that you guys get to have. So we all hurt when Mm -hmm. we know that. And when you find yourself asking the question, why do I hurt? Know that you are asking a question that everyone asks at some point. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, just like Job, it's kind of unlikely that we get the specific answer for that. Hmm. We know that God is the only one that sees the whole picture. Now, suffering and hurt are real emotions and they're real experiences that we all have. Yeah, and it's not something that we have to shy away from Mm -mm. sharing with God. We get to take those things to Him. Mm -hmm. Now, we live in a fallen world Mm -hmm. created by God, but it's marked by sin. Yeah, the hurt that you and I feel and the questions that we have are not indicators of our closeness or our quality of relationship with God. Do not think that if you're asking yourself, why am I hurting right now, that that somehow shows a a poor relationship with God. We don't have the answer as to why we hurt. Mm -hmm. And we just simply cannot understand the, the complexity of all of that. Yeah. It's God's entire creation that we're trying to understand and there's a lot of hurt in this world. Mm -hmm. But we do know this. God loves you. He cares for you Mm -hmm. through it all. And he sees you. He sees the picture, the big grand picture. And he holds you close to himself. Mm -hmm. Our question is, do you know what good and sinful actions have in common it is that we have all done both things and in all of that we are still deeply loved and known by god it is time for our discussion questions question one what hurt or suffering in your life would you like to bring to god in prayer hit pause and share Job's question to God was, why do good people suffer? What are some of the questions that you are asking God? Hit pause and discuss. Question number three. What did today's story teach you about God's character? Hit pause and share. Okay, so these are hard and complex things to talk about. Be sure to give yourself some time alone to think through, to process through, and then give yourself time to pray 
to yourself and with the group before you part ways. Make sure that you allow yourself to feel some of the heavy things maybe. Ask some really good questions in prayer to God. And then talk to your friends and mentors about those things. And we know that not having these answers will be difficult. Yeah. And the hurt that we feel, that you feel, does not always make sense. Mm -hmm. So we continue to pray with for you and we want you to continue to pray with each other. Find God in the midst of the hurt and the suffering mm -hmm. and continue to foster your growing relationship with God. Yeah, we're excited to talk to you again right here next week. Take care. <laughs>